perspective, knowledge, and some fun along the way. This is The Truth on WTMJ. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at The Avenue, here's Dr. Ken Harris. Sunshine. Well, we better take it while these like, these next few days. We better take it while we can, cause it's gonna be disappearing and the beautiful leaves. So, Patrick, that was your last newscast on six twenty WTMJ. That's all she wrote. How's it feel? You don't even well, she's care. Done. You don't even care. He's oh, like, yeah. bye, see ya. Yeah. Don't let the door hit. You. Turn yeah. lights out. Bye. That's right. That's right. <laughs> they leave no. the lights on though. It's bit it. They do. Well, there's some places. Okay. Some rooms. <laughs> I think that's a commercial for somebody. But anyway, um, it, it's been a pleasure. Mm-hmm. It's been an absolute pleasure having you um, being here on Sunday nights, you know, mm-hmm. out where the bus don't run, you know. That's right. And um, it's been great. Yeah. I, I really I really enjoyed it. It's been, uh, and that's weird to say that somebody would enjoy something on Sunday night, you know, instead of being at home or sleeping or whatever it would be. No, I, uh, I, it's almost better than two years now. You know I'm a contrarian, right? Contrarian. Yes. Mm-hmm. That that means it what is. everybody else hates. I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know why I love it? Because everybody else hates. That's it. there you go. You yeah. know, and I uh, it really it really is just a, a truly it really is a unique opportunity. I've said this to, to all kinds of you know the people we talk to here the mm-hmm. and it's it's just it, it is it is truly a really unique you know opportunity and place to be in yeah. in, in a in a in a really uh, difficult industry to, to really, you know, do well in, you yeah. know, it's this, this place. I, I remember, I remember growing up, you know, listening and always thinking, oh, I, maybe one day I'll say Madison, Green Bay and Waukesha's weather in, mm. in a couple seconds and, and listening to Greg Matzik and all those, those guys, you know, at, at one time and never thought I would get the chance to do it. And well, here we are. So. And now you meet people and you sit here and you do it yourself. Yeah, I do it myself. You know? wow. It's just, it's, it's, uh, Kind of funny how how that all goes, you know. Well, you did it well. Yeah, it was, I, I enjoyed it and enjoyed the heck out of it, and met a lot of really really good people here. It's it's there's two of them there sitting sitting across from me here. It's it's um two of me. Well, <laughs> of course, Evan. I, yes, of course. Yeah. And the 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 glue that holds the show together. It's, it's uh, so. that's and that's a that's a huge part. And like I said, I know with, with producers and, and some of the shows during the week with Wagner and and you know Scafidian mm-hmm. and well now WTMG now it's that's always the the biggest part is, is having somebody that can that can hold it all together like that. And and we've we've had somebody that's that's had such great continuity as as Evan that's that's been that's stuck around here for. And we'll we'll you know we'll stand around. He's got some really good opportunities, and I I hope that there will be a hell of a lot more that'll come along. Pardon my French, but you know. So how you feeling? Um, you feeling melancholy, or you feeling like? Uh, it's, and then like five minutes after you're gone, you'll be like, bah. Well, I got stuff to do. Here. <laughs> I got stuff to do. You know. Yes, you do. Tell you me got, to get out of here. That's a, you got emails to send and recordings to do and all sorts of stuff. That reminds that reminded me. I said get out of here before. As I remember it with. The other good karma, where good karma started in, up in Beaver Dam. Yeah, I remember it was there was there was Uncle Bill and, and yep. John yep. Moser. Those were the guys that were that were there, and that was when they got into the out of the segment or whatever whatever time when I'd listen to it growing up and say, "Get out of here, go and go do something else, go to the yep. newsroom, get out of here, wow. get out of here, so get out, get out of here." Wow. But no, I hey Patrick, 
Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. So, no, I, I want to seriously say thank you. It's, mm-hmm. been, it's been a pleasure. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we'll see you around. Oh, yeah. I'll hear a voice here and there and go, wait a minute, that's Patrick. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping so. to do, some, hoping to do some, some type of play-by-play or something, you know, with, within the truth. Evan's been doing a lot of that with, with the truth as well with, with, um, with some high school football. I'm hoping to do a little bit of that with, with basketball or something. That's, that's really, it's a, it's a, I really do enjoy it. Um, and it's it's hard to do when when you're here, which is is this is a very very time consuming thing. But it's been it's been really enjoyable. And uh, and then when bad things happen, they always happen on Sunday night. <laughs> and then you got to work. I'm only going to work five. Yeah. Oh no, you're here fifteen. What? <laughs> yeah. So that's how that goes. But it's oh, radio yeah. and and that's uh, yeah, been a I, like I I would have never I would have never real somebody coming from the middle of nowhere just thinking that I. I'd be sitting in, you know, and at one time at Radio City and, and sitting in the heart of downtown Milwaukee to, yeah. you know, going out to Wisconsin's radio station. I mean, Look at you. How about that? So. Look at you. All the things you've accomplished in such short years. So, mm-hmm. Well, congratulations. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fortunate to have been part of it and fortunate right. to have a lot of good people. So, Well, thank you much. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. All right. Good. And good karma brands appreciate you. All right. 855-616-1620. So. When it comes to the minimum wage, we're going to talk about that when we come back. Because I, I want to I wanna give you my rendition of why I believe $15 an hour just might be too much, but not for the reason you think. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. So before the break, I was talking to Evan and want to say congratulations to Evan once again. It was great having him here, and I'm sure he's onward and upward. I'm not going anywhere. Great thing. Why did I say Evan? I meant, I I meant that other guy. What's that news guy? Um, uh, Yeah, he was just here five minutes ago. Unless there's and, something um, you know that I don't. What's his name? Um, I can't remember his name. See, he's gone that fast. Patrick Kane. So, no, serious. In all seriousness, I um, want to say um, congratulations to Patrick. He's moving onward and upward. Nickname Evan. And <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. But um, before the break and before Evan and before the news, we were talking about before Evan. I said it again. Yeah, before Evan and before Patrick and before the news and all that. We were we were talking about the minimum wage. And so I, I think I think one of the things that we forget, one of the things that we miss, is that the minimum wage um at fifteen dollars I think is too much. I think we forgot what the minimum wage was for. I know we said what, what we wanted it to be for, but no one was ever supposed to have a a living wage. And if you really think about $15 an hour times 2,080 hours a year, um, that's roughly $32,000 a year. And it'd be pretty hard to live off that, right? To live in a decent place. And so it'll keep going up and keep going up and keep going up and keep going up. 
And, and it's kind of the socialization of America. And I think that's what's dangerous because when you, when you start to raise it, those low-paying jobs are for kids and teenagers to learn how to come to work on time, how to fill out a time card, what taxes are about, um, how, to, how to follow orders, how to supervise, all those things, right? We've now taken those jobs and given them to full-time people, right? So now it's even more expensive because if you're going to make $15 an hour, you're probably going to be complaining about the fact that you don't have enough hours. And if I'm going to pay $15 an hour plus benefits, guess what? You're going to work full-time. And so when you have people like the UAW wanting 32 hours a week, but but getting paid a 40% pay increase, that's a lot. But that's that's another argument, and and I'm, I'm looking at that in a different way, and we can talk about that if you want to, 855-616-1620, old National Bank talking text line. But I think we forgot that the reason why the crime rate is going up with juveniles is because they don't have jobs. They don't have anything. The reason why suburban kids are getting hooked on drugs is because they have idle time and they're not doing anything. And you can blame fentanyl if you want, but I've never known anybody to be hooked on fentanyl. They're usually dead from fentanyl. So they're hooked on other drugs, heroin, pills, oxycodone, and then it gets laced with something. But I digress. In the end, $15 an hour may be too much because it cuts kids out. And statistics show pretty much through all the major metropolitan cities, 50% of the crime, juvenile crime, is done by 6% of the juveniles. So 6% of the population juveniles does about 50% of the crime. So if you can identify them, right, you can significantly cut into crime. The problem is here, here in America, in many places, we let people go. We feel bad. We talk about incarceration rates and that's an issue after your sentence, not before you commit a crime, you get arrested. You have your day in court, you're found guilty or not guilty, and that's it. The issue is when you do find them guilty, you give them significantly more time. Like this girl in New York who killed the um, symphony woman, right? She was very well-known, elderly, and she hit her in the, she pushed her and shoved her because she was in some, she was upset about something. Shoves her, she hits her head, she dies days later. She got eight and a half years in prison for manslaughter. That's unconscionable. Eight years? She should be doing 10 to 15 Maybe even 20. Someone died. Eight years? But I dare say if that had been a black male, they would have looked at him or her as a, a, a menace to society and probably got 20 years. So we need to start taking a step back and looking at places like, like Kennesaw, Georgia, back in the day that passed a law that said every adult – um, every, what was it, primary adult in the household in Kennesaw has to own a gun. Home burglaries dropped 89%. So we talk about the negativity of, of guns, but what we don't talk about is 
the money that that we save when we exercise the First Amendment. But that's just me. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. I know I was all over the place, but I but I but I think that that it's important that we remember that the minimum wage, while it's great, won't really remove the issues we have in society. And it won't cause people to be able to make money because we complain that our kids don't have the social graces, but they don't have the social graces because they don't have jobs. And the jobs teach them how to dress, teach them how to speak, teach them how to act with people that are different from them, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, male, female, all that. It teaches you how to work as a team. And when you don't have it, the opposite of that is called crime. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. Dr. Ken Harris with you here on Sunday night. Denise Thomas is taking a much-needed day off again, so we wish her well. And all of this week is coming up, and it's kind of warm outside. It was, it, was a little, it was a little warm outside today, so we'll see how it goes. 855-616. So um, I got to play the Powerball. I think I'm going to take like $10 with me. Do I have cash? Do they, do they take non-cash to play Powerball now? Like, I don't know. Can you can you can you buy a Powerball ticket with like a debit or credit card? Debit card, yes. Credit card, no. no. Okay. Because then it would be crossing state lines and all that. You get yourself in trouble. And uh, those federal regulators, those those folks will come in and smack you around. And I don't think everybody you can use like if you if the place accepts accepts a debit card, you can buy tickets. Okay, so if a place accepts a debit card, you can yeah. buy tickets. So like Quick Trip, grocery stores, okay. other places like that. <laughs> Remember IFB. <laughs> I'm like, huh? Okay, but I didn't see the light. It's out. <laughs> Must be out. Oh <laughs> wow. Okay. Um so so I'm hearing myself, so I'm assuming I'm going over the air. So that's not a bill pay. That's a that's a light bulb thing. We got we gotta call the person in to change the light bulb. <laughs> that's funny. That is funny. I shouldn't laugh, should I? It is funny though. It is funny. And I'm gonna laugh. Okay, so I have a personal question to ask you, Evan. And you don't have to answer it. Before we go to break, I want to know one thing. Do you eat real meat, plant-based meat, or both? Real meat. I can't say I've ever had plant-based meat before. Would you know it if you did? Probably not, because I've never I, I've never knowingly ate the plant-based meat, so I don't know how different it is. Okay. Like I've done Boko burgers, but I know that's not the same thing. I don't know what a Boko burger is. It's like a, it's a vegetarian like uh, hamburger. Yeah, I'm not one of those. Or, or it sounds like Piscopalian. It's it's you know people that only eat fish or something like that or whatever. Yeah, I'm none of that. Me neither. Plain old fashioned 
you know, every once a quarter, maybe once every six months or so, I'll, I'll eat a steak. Um, I try to lay off the fried chicken and the other stuff that, that makes your weight go, hey, let's go, right? And um, so I, I think I've never eaten plant-based food. And I want to know whether or not it is really something that I should consider. But I just can't bring myself to people say, oh, it tastes good. You should try it. No, I don't want to try it. Well, no, you really should. No, I don't want to try it. See, what I need you to do is respect me. just like you expect me to respect you. I don't want to do plant-based anything. I don't want to do fake anything. You know what used to really upset me? When I, when I, when I found out the McRib, remember that? When it was like not really like pork or it was it was something right it had the fake and it looked like bones but it really wasn't bones and, uh, and I, i've always been like eh, no and i've never been the guy for what range free chickens oh yeah the egg tastes better how do you know you just cooked it and you burned it into a into a whatever and now we're, we're gonna eat this oh and maybe it's because i'm a contrarian while everybody else is going right, I want to go left. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to just eat what I eat, be safe, and and one thing. Before we go to break, talking text line said one thing I've noticed as the fifteen dollar an hour narrative has been happening is that fast food restaurants are moving towards the iPad ordering system. Yes, they are. So when you go in places now, or you just order online. Like, I think they figured out they can make a, just a little bit more money and do better in tips when you order online. So all of my quote unquote fast food places, I order online on the app. And when I get there, I just walk in and get it and go. They go on to say, this is from 414-403. This takes jobs from the early teen workers that would be typically taking these orders. My first job in 1992 was a busboy making $2 an hour plus tips. Yep. And that's where you learn how to dress, how to come to work on time, how to talk to people, social manners, social graces, all those things. <clears throat> and now we don't have it. And the reason why we don't have it is because, well, we pay people $15 an hour. And if I'm going to pay $15 an hour, the equivalent of a $32,000 an hour job, I need somebody that knows what they're doing that's going to hit the ground running and be able to do multiple things. And juveniles can't do that. And so it should have been maybe $10, ten $10, $8, $10, something like that. But we went to 15 And when people go to 15 it's great. And you feel warm and good about yourself, but you're already making $30 an hour. And $30 an hour is only $60,000, a little little over $60,000 a year. And so we don't think about that because we get to hide. Well, I'll just pay you per hour. Well, that's cute, but you're not paying me nearly anything that I'm worth. And I think that's garbage. What are your thoughts? 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank talk and text line. Is $15 something we need to reconsider? I think it affects crime. I think it affects how we do things, how we deal with our youth, how they'll be able to grow and blossom in the future. 
and that we've now taken that away from them. And now juvenile crime is spiking because you're leaving kids idle with nothing to do and nowhere to go. And, you know, that's that old saying, the idle mind is the devil's playground. Well, I got to tell you, um, at the rate we're going in every major metropolitan city in America, I think that little adage is correct. Back to the truth on WTMJ. You know that's me playing the piano, right? I mean the uh, guitar, right? Okay. And then I'm on the drums. Seriously. If I could show you the look Evan is giving me right now. But I have to keep reminding him. When you lie, lie big. Right? I'm playing everything on here and I'm singing. And, okay. Alright. 855-616-1620 is the number. This 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 fifteen dollar an hour piece is um yeah. We've got a time in America where we are starting to move towards a recession and it's going to get tight. And so I've already started like cutting the little stuff, you know, like streaming stuff that I watch, but I don't really need to watch it. I'm either if I want it, I'm going to pay for it the whole year monthly. I'm going to ditch it and I'm done. And so I canceled two streaming services today and I only have three. And so that's it. And then I've canceled all sorts of things. I'm cutting back and switching things over to just not pay stuff. Now, do I need to? No, but I'm taking advantage of it. Because I know eventually it's going to get worse before it gets better. And it's going to get tough. And we have to pay. 855-616-1620 is the number. But. Yeah, the whole plant eating thing, the I, I, man, I know plant eating thing. I just can't get with it. I need real meat. So I went into a place that was selling eggs. And when I went in, I asked, what's range free? I, I just saw it's range free. It's made from range free eggs. And I said, oh, they said, well, you know, when 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 a. When a, when a chicken runs free, they're freer. There's less stress. And so the eggs taste different. And I'm like, really? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, nah, that's okay. I don't really care about that. And I don't really think that's important. No, it is important. You, you, should, you should care. And I'm like, what? Well, no, you, you should care. No, I don't really care that an egg is coming from a chicken that's range free. I, I just don't care. I'm going to eat the egg. So do I care how it tastes? Like, is the taste of an egg that important to me after I fry it or, or sunny side up or however I eat it? Eggs Benedict. Am I going to care that, that, that this egg came from a chicken that was free? No, absolutely not. This person got so indignant. I complained to the manager. 
And I told the manager, you know, you should probably put something in this person's file. Well, sir, you're not going to tell me what to do. I'm going to do what I'm. I said, tell you what, here's what I'm going to do. I'll just call corporate. I'll be out there next week. I'll just call corporate. And then I'll handle it with one of the directors that I know. And then we'll do, we'll let it trickle down to you. How's that? Or you could do something about an irate person who's screaming and hollering at me about a range-free chicken. And that's when I realized I'm never going to do the whole um, plant-based. Um, and and I, don't, I, don't, I don't begrudge you. I, I think if that's something that you do, it's great. I think it's wonderful for you. But when I say I don't, I want you to respect me just like you expect me to respect you. And I think that's missing. Okay, can you tell I got a cold? I'm kind of stuffed up. I think that's missing in America today. We want everybody to follow what we want. Like now we've started calling people, oh, this is my partner. Is that your wife or your husband? Yeah, it's my partner. No, not partner. Because now you're diminishing marriage, right? It's a marriage or you're not married, right? Whether you're single or divorced or whatever, you're either married or you're not married. But what you're not going to do is call them your partner to try to distinguish people who are not married but together and doing all the things that they call marriage, that, that married couples do, but they're not married. They can't call themselves married. So now you want to bring us down, yes, I said down, to where people are partners, And while I can respect that, I need other people to respect the fact that marriage is marriage. Let's not denigrate one in favor of the other one. Let them coexist if that's what you want to do. And I think we miss that here. We're so bent on people being able to be who they are that if you disagree with that, instead of that being okay, we just get rid of you. When why can't you respect me? Why can't the respect go two ways? What are your thoughts? 855-616-1620. Have we gotten to a point where we just don't tolerate certain things that we think we should be respected, but we don't respect other people? This is The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Hey, did you hear that? Um, And this has nothing to do with this song. This is Snoop Dogg. But did you hear that they arrested a man who was the kingpin in the Tupac Shakur homicide in Las Vegas um, years ago? That was almost, what was that, 2006, 7, somewhere in there? So that was that was an interesting um. They finally got somebody in custody. Tupac hey. was <laughs> mid-90s. Mid-90s? That far? That yeah. Long ago? Wow. 96, wow. 97-ish. Wow. Almost 20 years. And so they got somebody in custody for that. Evidently, he was the kingpin. And was in the car when the shooting occurred and all that stuff. So they're, they're, they're going to be, um, they're, they're gonna be uh, doing some things and looking into some things. Um, and I'm still not eating plant-based food. 855 616 is the number. Um, They say it's not the taste, it's the horrors of how the chickens are treated and are often sick. Not a vegetarian, love my chicken, steak, etc. 
<sighs> um, yes, respect. And then they said, no kidding, spot on regarding diminished honor of marriage. Yes, respect must be two-way, and it's not. Great segment. And, and so I, I think one of the things that we forget about marriage is if you don't want to be married, you'll be divorced. But we treat it like it's a pariah, like you have a scarlet letter on your head, you know. Oh, my God, you're divorced. Well, yeah, you lied. You cheated on a test. You stole something. That sin is no higher or bigger or better or smaller than any other. So what, what, what are we doing? Why are we treating people like that? Because they don't act the way you act. So now we transfer values to other people, except now we do it opposite, right? Oh, no, you have to accept me and you have to mainstream what I say, but we don't have to mainstream what you say. Like, that's old. I had somebody tell me, I don't believe in marriage. I'm like, okay. But what does that mean? That's what you don't believe in. I do. So what are we doing? I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Talking text on says, thank you so much for bringing up the partner topic. I thought I was the only one that it drove crazy. Yeah, it drives me crazy. It, it just, I can respect you being a partner, but don't try to say I have a partner when I'm married. If I'm dating somebody and we're partners, that's one thing, but we're not dating. You're not going to turn your life into something that looks like marriage and then turn around and say, your partners. Well, no. I'm not part. I don't have a partner. I have a spouse. I have a wife. And and no, I'm not bashing anybody with an alternate lifestyle. I can respect that. If you're married, it's different than if you're not. That's all. That's all I'm saying. How I would feel about that is personal, but I respect it wholeheartedly. Because what? Because you're a human being, and you know everybody loves you. God loves you. Everybody. Loves you. It's it's just great. And I think if you're happy, you're happy. When I was younger, eh, I was I wasn't like that. Now, eh, you kind of you kind of love everybody because everybody's human. And, and that's when you realize, as you age, you start to realize people are human. People make mistakes. So stop making one person's mistake or what you think is a mistake bigger than yours, because that's not right either. Bottom line, let's respect each other. Let's show love and comfort and have some friends, for goodness sake. I'm telling you, this politics has just destroyed this country. Everybody thinks they're right. Everybody thinks their way is good. And they're going to such extremes between the Republican Party and the Democratic Party going to such extremes to make their point. That. I mean, yeah. Talking text line says, isn't Suge Knight already in jail? Suge Knight was actually friends with Tupac, so that they were together. So Suge Knight wasn't one of the ones that was the instigator in terms of evidently Tupac's security people beat up this guy's son. And so in retribution, he rolled up to the studio, and when they were coming out, he threw shots, hit Tupac, and he died. And so evidently they had words about it earlier and how, you know, the guy told him, hey, I like that, you know, your security did it. And then he said, well, your son shouldn't have did this and blah, 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 blah. And then later he's coming out the studio and they shoot him. And so they finally caught him. And the fact that nobody talked all that time 
And then you thought you were home free and you start running off at the mouth. Which goes to show you how many people do you know can keep a secret? How many people? And somebody said, I'm talking text, and it happened in Vegas after the Tyson fight. Yep. How many people, you know the best way to keep a secret? Literally, don't tell anybody. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. Dr. Ken Harris with you here. Truth on TMJ, 855-616-1620. As we get to the final couple minutes. Talking text line 920650 says, my frustration, the political party, Democrat or Democratic, isn't Democratic a form of government? Well, Democrat to be a is, I think it's considered a verb, right? To be Democratic. I don't know. Um, but so is Republican, right? It, the bottom line is that we don't have a Democratic form of government. And I think people need to understand that we have a representative form of government. Therefore, it is a democratic republic, which has little different things, you know, balance of power and two upper house, lower house, you know, Senate with 100 people, uh, Congress with uh, 535 and, you know, 38, something like that, because we added some stuff. It, it people need to understand that that those that's what we work in. Right. I don't like necessarily because if we go to a democracy, a straight democratic one man, one vote, one person, one vote. About five states are going to, you know, like, you know, New York, Florida, Texas, um, maybe Illinois and California are going to be the only states that will have enough population that whenever they want somebody to be in office, federal government, like a president, they just vote. And you can put all them other people in, they can vote and you can lie and get immigrants and do all you know, and they'll never have enough those are the most densest populated states. And so what, 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 are we, what are we doing? That's why we have electoral college and all that. But the frustration with the political parties is that the extremists have taken over both sides. And remember, once you got in office, you gave people what they wanted. But yet Robin Voss is holding up all these appointments because, I don't know, he's just being Robin Voss, I guess. I think it's idiotic. Once you're not in, you lost. But because you run the legislature, you always give the person who they want to run government. And I think it's unconscionable because, you know, the next time the Democrats are in power in the state of Wisconsin, they're going to do the same thing and nothing's going to happen. And then they're going to hold Milwaukee hostage like they did. And we got this 2% tax and all this other idiocy and got to have three classes of 65. And if you don't do it, then you don't get the money, but then you're still behind. It's Idiotic. I think Robin Voss jacked Milwaukee on purpose. And then to remove the police chief being able to, I mean, I'm sorry, the, the fire and police commission being able to have, you know, coverage over the chief and the chief can basically make what rules and procedures they want. That's unconscionable because you're going to get the wrong person in there. And you're going to start having issues with race, gender, LGBTQ, whatever somebody decides they don't like. You're going to be hard pressed to have a police chief that you can tell to do something about it. Because the fire and police commission only hires and fires. And that's it. And we're done. 
And so luckily you have a police chief in Jeffrey Norman who's, you know, level-headed, understands the law, is able to to give, you know, sage advice to his officers and his executive command staff and do some some good things. But what about when he's gone? What if you get a lunatic in there, regardless of race or gender? What if you get a lunatic in there and starts, you know, changing everything? Not all change is good change. Just because things change doesn't mean it has to. And just because that's something you want, maybe you're in the wrong place. Maybe you're in a space where you don't need to be and you need to go find somewhere else. You know? But we don't do that. We come in and we shake up and we take over and we push people out. It's going to change. And that's the issue I have with politics. I don't like Democrats or Republicans. I don't like Democrats or Republicans right now. I think both of them are talking out of the side of their neck. I think both of them are acting foolish. And when you have a majority white society that tells you, be it the Bible, be it, be it history, be it culture, that this is the way that's right and everything else is wrong, I have a problem with that. I got, I got about a minute. There are certain things in the Bible that, that you know, uh, family, which is important, and, and, and I agree with all of it, right? Family and all these things and, and um, loving your country and supporting this and doing this and doing that and military and all that, right? The problem is during slavery, they skipped over a lot of stuff in the, in the Pauline epistles that talked about, you know, loving your neighbor and as yourself and all, all those things, right, in the Gospels. We just, they just kind of skipped over that part because it would have shown slaves. That's why they only had white preachers preach to slaves because had you read the whole thing, you would have known that, hey, this Gospel's for everybody. This, this thing is for everybody. And they, they skipped it. And so just like history, things that are important, we tend to just pretend like they don't matter. And that's unfortunate because we can learn so much from each other if we would both just open up. Because we forget blacks have been living in two worlds all their life. Many other people have not. And I think when we share that, that's when I think instead of looking at this patch quilt what is it this patchwork thing we talk about america being a melting pot no stop melting i think everybody's culture is great on its own let's start sharing that kind of stuff let's start loving each other the way we're supposed to you're listening to the truth on tmj i'm dr ken harris thank you evan appreciate you patrick kane love you man take care god bless i'm out